Hi everyone, and welcome to another episode of Mod Partners Fukunaga. A podcast that celebrates the strength and pulse of the luxury market. And now, here's your host, Vanessa Fukunaga. And today's special guest, guest star, you're used to being introduced to the entire universe. And actually, you're used to being the host, usually. I used to be the host. Used to be back skin depression. All right, all right, fine. You will today. Now I'm going to ask some questions. Hakobo Turkiye. Uh, it's it's almost weird to have notes. I should probably just get rid of them. Let's just do that awesome. because we know each other so well. You're a minority shareholder in Engelvokersnell Real Estate, but that's what you do today. We're going to start from the very beginning, mm. but it feels like we need to have a little. Bebida to start. Tengo la boca seca. Okay, exacto. Francisco, <laughs> ¿qué tienes? Gracias. And as you see, we are right here in La Boutica, sponsored by La Boutica and Las Ventanas. Francisco, ¿qué, te, ¿qué tienes? Okay. This is a special cocktail with vodka and gozura bitters, liquor poetry, okay. tonic. Nice. And for you, gin sonic. Gin sonic. This special cocktail. Gracias. Gracias. This is why we're sponsored by a transportation company. Here we go. Salud. 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 Mm. Okay. Oh, that's nice. Beautiful. Have you been to La Boutique millions of times? I have been twice. Really? Love it. I love this place. Yeah. And actually, I know Rosalia probably since uh, late 90s. Oh, so my it's gosh. Been so it's ho- been a while. How long have you actually been in Cabo? 97. So 25, turning 26 now. Oh, well, you can remember that because that is when Snell Real Estate was founded. Correct. And Las Ventanas Alpariso was. And Las Ventanas was was open. Oh, my gosh. Which takes me back to how I got into Cabo. The original uh, owner and developer of Las Ventanas Alpariso, he had two restaurants outside of of the resort. And that's how I got invited into coming to Cabo, operate the restaurants. You operated the restaurants here? Outside of Los, outside of Las Ventanas, oh. but he owned those restaurants. One was Margarita Villa, right in the uh, marina next to Nowhere Bar. Uh-huh. Place. Incredible uh. place. Uh-huh. Are you the doing a one, promo for the Nowhere Bar? Well, great friend of <laughs> Are mine, we sponsored so, by the Nowhere great Bar? Great friend of mine. So, <laughs> but also the other one was a beach club called La Concha. Okay. It was amazing place right next to the Hilton Resort, and it was just... Magical place. It was in the middle, in between both of the towns. And back then, we used to do probably a 25-minute drive between one place and the other. So it was, it, was, it was a great trip. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so then I don't even want to start from the beginning. So, But you were born in Acapulco. I was born in Acapulco, 1971. Oh, my God. Uh, I would never say my year. Why not? Okay. I'm proud of my year. Good. My age. Okay. Um, Hold yeah. on. I'm going to sit back and listen. So... Go ahead. Uh, Acapulco. I moved to Guadalajara a couple of years to study oh, tourism. You had, you had your whole family is My in Acapulco. My whole family is in Acapulco. Well, a few have moved around, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, pretty much that's hometown for us. And you have sisters? A sister and a brother, yes. Uh, both of them uh, live outside. One in Mexico City, the other one in Dallas, yes. Houston. Uh, Ridiculously gorgeous, the entire family. <laughs> all the and cousins and everybody. All the cousins and everybody. You can always tell. Do you remember when I didn't know them? And we were at, it was my event for Ocean Blue. Mexico City. <laughs> Mexico City. There were these two tall, gorgeous ladies. And I just went up to them and I said, I have to just say, <laughs> oh my God, you're gorgeous. 
and they introduced themselves and they said that they were related to you. And I just went, of course, this is how it usually is. Yeah. You know, the, yeah. the model family. No, yeah. Love, love all my family. But yeah, so I moved uh, to Guadalajara first a couple of years. Why? I study uh, business administration and tourism. And then two years in New York, upper state New York, to become a chef. So. But how did you even get interested in, in, in the, the culinary, culinary arts? arts? Well, back I don't really understand why people like No, here's, here's the thing. Back home, well, back home, number one, I love to eat. But back home, my home, the home of my family, used to be like the venue or the, the, the center for all the events for the family. So we used to host everybody in there. Uh-huh. So, you know, my mom, my aunt, my grandma, they all cook, even some of my uncles. Uh-huh. And that's how it got me into it. I, uh-huh. I really was always curious about, you know, cooking and all. And But I love to eat. That's that's the main thing. Uh-huh. So when I was in uh, in Guadalajara, um, one, of the, one of the times that I visited the family back in Acapulco, another family from New York was visiting them. And we were talking about, you know, how how was it going in, in Walhara and what if I liked the career. And Joanne Sotras, lovely lady, she's the one who told me, hey, you're always focusing on food. You're always in the kitchen. You're always hosting us. Mm-hmm. We have a really, a really good friend in the board at the CIA, the Culinary Institute of America, which is the best Oh, not school. the CIA that we know. Okay. Not the CIA that you know. Uh-huh. And that is up in Upper State, New York, in Hyde Park, New York, uh-huh. right on the Hudson River, beautiful place. And she kind of convinced me, and she, you know, I apply, and six months later, I'm moving to New York. So, New York was an uh, incredible experience for me, and uh, it opened up a lot of uh, what I really want to focus on, um, you know, with my career and with my life. And again, Going back and forth to the city, one of the best cities in the world for me was back then the best city in the world. How long were you there? Two years. Two years. Did so you I live lo- in? I lived outside of New York, which was uh, Hyde Park, New York, uh-huh. which is about an hour and 30 minutes uh, on a train ride. And, but it took me back from one place to the other in an hour and 25 minutes, Grand Central. And then I just walked four blocks to the condo of my friends and I was there for the weekend and I love the city up and down everywhere I walk around the entire city I got to see great places meet a lot of great people and then after graduate 94 I moved to Houston Texas and I become a matri why Houston Um, again 94 end of 94 actually a week after I graduate there was a, a, a crash a peso crash and I remember uh, another family, friends of my family were in Acapulco and they're the, the, the ones who told me, what are you going to do now that you graduate? Mm-hmm. Why don't you come with us to Houston? We have great friends, connections everywhere. And uh, you're more than welcome to stay with us. And off you go. So I, I did flew with them in a private jet and I was driving a little Fancy. baby Benz. Fancy. To ask for reward. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, as I'm changing my own <laughs> so, tires growing no, up. Go it ahead. Was it, was, it was great. It was another great experience. Uh-huh. And um, so Houston, Texas. But here's the thing. I was not really working in the kitchen. I was outside. I was actually in front of the house. Mm-hmm. And that got me also another sense of, of the whole culinary world, which is the PR. 
which mm-hmm. is networking. Mm-hmm. That's where you got me now. Service. So, service. It's all about service. And I got to meet a lot of, uh, you know, great people, CEO of big companies. And uh, it was just great. You know, I, I love that hospitality side mm-hmm. of, the, of the culinary world, not just cooking. So then moved back to Acapulco just for a few months, helped another very uh, popular place in, in Acapulco called Spicy. It was incredible. Huge terrace overlooking the entire bay. And again, very popular with a lot of celebrities coming down, a lot of politicians. Like who? And I was a chef. Uh, name me. and name, Luis, drop a name. Luis Miguel. Oh, just Luis Miguel. Hold on. Uh-huh. Everybody. Uh-huh. It was a very popular place. So okay. Loved it. And, um, and once I was there, I got an invitation to go to Kingston, Jamaica to open a hotel. As a, this is a very strange... It is, and I like, travel all over the place. Yeah, and, uh-huh. but that's part of uh, being a chef also, or a hotelier. You do travel a lot, you get invites here and there, you, you, you move a lot. So I, I, I did get invited and moved to, to Kingston, Jamaica, which is a complete different world. Uh-huh. And I was young still, and um, it's a great opportunity to really get all the fundamentals that I learned in school. Start from zero. You're opening a hotel, you're designing a kitchen, you're hiring everybody, you're training everybody, you're doing food and costs, you're building a menu, I mean, everything. Oh my so gosh. So I got to do that for almost uh, a year. Uh-huh. And then after a year, I moved as a food and beverage manager. So again, I'm out of the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Great experience as well. Different world. And uh, that was it. My cousin called me up and said, hey, I'm in Cabo. Come join me. I want to give you an offer. That's and what happened. Need, and you need to help me with these two restaurants that the owner of Las Ventanas, the original of Las Ventanas, uh-huh. had in Los Cabos. So where's yes, Los because Cabos? now it's Ty Warner. Uh, uh-huh. Right. And uh, back then it's like, where's Los Cabos? You know, well, I was in the tip of the Baja. In Mexico, Cabo was like away. It was too far away. There were barely any connection. It was too... Before, far. before, before. Way before. I'm talking about... You know, 80s and 90s. A hundred years ago when Jacobo was born. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I, I moved here and he was like, whoa, where is, what is this, right? But I remember having a staff in one of the restaurants, a popular restaurant. I had about 24 people working in the kitchen. That was mm-hmm. a high volume restaurant. We, we used to do a thousand covers a day. Wow. This was a restaurant open for breakfast, lunch and dinner every single day, except January 1st was only open for dinners. Every other day. Christmas? Open. Wow. So it was amazing. The restaurant world is very, very, very it difficult. Is, it is. And that's something that actually got me into, since I was in, in school, about holidays, about uh, birthdays, about whatever. What do you it's mean? It's another day okay. for, for, the, for that type of world, you know? Uh-huh. Most of the holidays is actually when you're busy. The busiest, exactly. When other people are on when vacation on or vacation. celebrating, you're working. And so it's now in, in, in our world, in real estate. It, <laughs> it is in real estate. Sunday, it doesn't matter if it's whatever day of the week, if it's a holiday, if it's vacation, you're always working. You're always answering emails, answering phone calls, mm-hmm. touring, whatever. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So that's what that's how I got into Cabo, 97. Um, and I've seen a lot of changes, you can imagine. So... From giving you an, uh, you know, how to get to a place in Cabo San Lucas was once you get to the stoplight, turn right or left or keep going straight oh until you gosh. find this other place. That was the directions you get back then. So a lot of things have changed now. 
And so you did that for a couple of years? I did that for at least four years. Uh-huh. And then I became independent. I did some consulting for restaurants and little boutique hotels like Casa Natalia and a few others. And then I had the opportunity to open my own place, La Panga. I know. So that was La Panga Antigua, great friend of mine and partner, Cassiano Rey is the chef. And he was doing, you know, everybody knows Cassiano. And it's actually, he worked in this hotel as well. He did? Originally, he was one of the guys who opened. So great, great chef, great friend. And uh, we had La Panga as our uh, entrepreneur business back then in uh, 2001, a week before 9-11. So you can imagine 9-11, huge impact in, in a destination like Cabo. Yeah. Because all the group business immediately stopped and, and actually just regular travel stopped for a while. So it was tough in the, in the first uh, you know, few months and then little by little we catch up. And I had the restaurant for 12 years, and it was a great, another great experience. Everybody knew La Panga. Everybody knew La Panga, and it was, for me, San Jose. that was my baby. It was a great place, San Jose. Describe it. It's so gorgeous. We, Don't be humble. It was no, no, beautiful. No, no. We, opened, we opened, actually, in downtown, uh, right next to the church on the main street, yeah. um, in a beautiful 180-year-old house with little courtyards and little rooms, and it was just beautiful place. And it's magical. Uh, I mean, back then, I remember, it was, I was the first guy in a restaurant to have like Raydale glassware and you know billet on uh, China and, and civil I mean I it's because you were flying private details. very young and driving your Benz yeah okay yeah. let me salute to that salute salute uh-huh. that, so. hmm. during the time that I had the restaurant I had a, a, an opportunity close friend of mine was a secretary of tourism for the state and he was running for major or for um uh, something else uh, he was running for the mayor wow was, originally he was running for mayor uh-huh then he ended up as diputado estatal mm-hmm. congressman and um we were talking actually in a golf tournament we met before but we were talking in a golf tournament uh-huh uh we were partners in in, in the golf in the golf cart and he knew a little bit about me he knew that i was uh you know involved in the cataract which is the uh restaurant chamber you know for 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 los cabos don't um, pass by that. These are really, really no, no, important no, no, things. No, they're being are. very humble. Well, Say it again. I mean, the, the fact that you arrive here, that you've been to do, doing all these, the Culinary Institute, that you've traveled the world, you've been invited around the world, that who, not everybody also gets involved with Canarac. I mean, this is a major level. Oh, no, it was. It was. The restaurant chamber was huge. And that actually was, I believe, a platform for me to get that invitation to serve as, as direct uh, as uh, secretary of tourism first and uh, I did serve the last year of the administration at that time how does that and work you get invited do you, you have get, to be voted, you voted get in, in you get invited by someone who is in such as the ex secretary of tourism okay but the, the governor is the one who actually assigns As, you okay wow. and and back then since it was the last year of his administration he say okay you know Seems to be a good guy and mm-hmm. qualify and mm-hmm. bilingual, whatever, and mm-hmm. everybody knows him. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I've been here for a while. Acabo mm-hmm. um, is the unofficial <laughs> and probably the official. I can't really say mayor of Cabo because there really is a mayor, yet. but yeah. but he's like the ambassador. They literally everything for Cabo. It, I've been lucky enough to be involved in every single event uh, socially. I was really active back then. Now it's a little bit, you know, you get a little bit tired of all that. You get a little bit tired of all the same, same old invitations and seeing everybody. But, but now you, you get secretary. a little bit more selective. Yeah. So the secretary of tourism for one year. What uh, does that mean? I mean, you, it's, not, it's not a small thing. Tell everybody not, what that really not. means. It's a very well, 
profound more than anything assignment. it was it was a, it was a great role. time because Cabo was really starting to boom you know we had cruise ships we had over 480 cruise ships in one year in mm -hmm. a season um but i remember back then i did look for some major event or major thing to bring to Cabo and i can say that i brought iron man to Cabo you did i did because uh, you know, the mother of my children, she, she's Canadian, and we used to travel to Penticton, a little town in the Okanagan Valley, and we used to witness and see the Iron Man uh, back then. And I, I thought you were really, going to say, we used to train for the Iron Man. <laughs> no, I, I wish. But no, it was great to see the entire town really turn into pull, toge pull, pull together, pull together, yeah. and see the dance and everything. So I said, mm, that's a great thing to do. So I did look, and only Cozumel had the Iron Man for okay. a few years. So. We did a little research. We contacted the, the organizers. They invited me over to Cozumel. Wow. And I, I'm proud to say that I did the Ironman in Cozumel in a bike. <laughs> but it was, again, it was souring. I had lunch. I had this and that. I was pampered. But you still did it, it to do great. anything. It was great. And uh, wow. I did say, let's bring it to Cabo. And it was, uh, I believe... That was one of the events that really, I mean, we had the business for, you know, over 35 years. Very but important. Man, it is very important. But the thing is that with the Ironman is we exposed Los Cabos and we put Los Cabos in the map. I remember. Worldwide. I remember. Worldwide we were sponsors. We had, yeah. Do you remember we were sponsors? Yeah, yeah. We had t-shirts and everything. And I think we were at the position of the swimming at the beach. Do you remember the first, that the launch of the, of the event was at Cove? Palmyra. Yes. Yes. So that was a platform. Yes, that's where we were. And that was the first. I did not know that you brought that. So I did. I did brought that. And uh, that was a great event. But back then, because the, the, the year that, that I proposed it was 2011. So uh -huh. at the end of 2011, I left the office because there was a, a change of administration. But then I got invited back as a director of tourism for Los Cabos, as a local director of tourism for Los Cabos. So Again, major. It was major. And here's the other thing. Why? That's how we met, but keep going. Exactly. Before I finished uh, the sector of tourism uh, uh, time in office, in one of the Tianguis Turisticos, which is the tourism trade, the trade shows, back then it was Calderon, the president, who we were hosting the G20, and he wanted Cancun to host us, to host the G20. This, the back then Secretary of Tourism, federal-wise, told me, hey, what about Cabo? Oh, and my I God, said, that's my, the beginning of my life here. Uh -huh. And I said, we can do it. Let's pull, you know, the hotel association. Let's bring the tourism board, blah, blah, blah. And we sat. And we said, let's do it. The only thing is we didn't have a convention center. Exactly. We had everything else. Exactly. So it was a matter of convincing the president of Mexico to bring the event to Cabo. And I was there, and we were there. So once I finished the administration... I got invited back as a, as a local, as a director of tourism for those travels because we were hosting the G20 that year. Oh, my. So gosh. I was back in. I mean, actually, I mean, this is something very few people know, but I turned that phone call twice from the mayor of Cabo. And until the third time, he's like, I need you. You got to come here. And I remember taking off casually in like sandals and shorts. And I did because I was there around the corner and. So anyway, <laughs> you know, I say our clients yeah. are on vacation, but we are not. Oh my We're gosh. Not. And then what happened? And then, so, you know, I went back and of course I was, I was, I still had my restaurant. So I was, uh, 
trying to be in the restaurant as well and, and, and serving as director of tourism. But more than anything, was focusing on the G20. So I was one of the guys who really was holding the hands from the people from Mexico City, showing and opening doors everywhere. So it was another great experience. It's not a great experience, Jacobo. Yeah. I mean, this is so major. Yeah. It really was a major turning point. Do you remember when we were, and we didn't know each other Correct. then, but shortly after, it was, you were the director of tourism. I thought I have to have him in one of my sales meetings. Mm -hmm. Do you remember that? Yeah. Because Puerto we wanted Estados. to grow and how we, we want to be connected with the tourism. I wanted to do something. How can I help promote tourism? So uh, we, we invited you talk, to speak. Correct. And we, we did talk back then about what was going to happen during the G20. Yes. And all the homeowners needed to know about what was exactly. going to happen. Exactly. And, and we that. were going to be the connection. I was going to be the connection. Correct. Oh, so my we gosh. Were, that, was, that was 2000. I, I believe that was probably around summertime 2012. Mm -hmm. And, and then I remember uh, all the talk about like all of the dignitaries from around the world, where they were staying, how they were protected, correct. blah, blah, blah. And they were. They were. Yeah. And they were. That's the thing. Yeah. It's a very... Um, but, but itself, it, it really served Cabo to host the G20 <sighs> to bring in more infrastructure. Besides putting us more in the map and we were in the news and everything and showing really what beautiful Cabo was. Yeah. Infrastructure was, it helped a lot. There was a lot of investment, you know, federal funds came in to do the broadband internet, to expand the roads, the highway, the bypass. I mean, you name it, the, mm -hmm. the airport. There was a lot of a lot of money came into Cabo, and I I believe that was also another big turning point for us. Oh my gosh! See? Salute! Salute! Oh my gosh! <laughs> so I knew, but I didn't really know, and I think the world should know how, like the major role, honestly, that you've played in helping grow Los Cabos. Did you do it? What was your passion to do that? Why the idea? Did you just want to grow tourism? Because not every, to be honest, some people can take a role and not really, uh, not really grow. They can let the days pass, but these are really creative, uh, active initiatives that take a lot of time, a lot of effort, but a lot of passion for the destination. I think it goes back to, to my childhood and I think it goes back to being focused on hospitality, you know, uh, serving and, 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 and helping uh, my family host people in, in our home. Mm -hmm. My grandmother had a, a, a small, uh, very traditional folkloric hotel in downtown Acapulco. So I think that goes in our blood. And, and that's the way we do, and, and it's about hospitality, health, blah, 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 the service. And for me, it was a very natural way to mingle, to be creative about events and about this networking. This was not any event. This was bringing the, the major, major yeah. principles yeah. of all the countries, the G20 from around the world, and how they were going to be hosted, secure, everything. Fed. Fed. Oh, my gosh. So I got... Cassiano Reyes again, the chef, uh -huh. into the G20, the, the convention center. And we were there five days, held inside, seeing all the presents, everybody just walking around the aisles, and we were there. Oh it my was, gosh. It was, it was a great experience. And we have a beautiful experience. convention center. And it was a great, like the living wall. And it was it the largest green wall for, mm -hmm. you know, in the Americas. And it was just an amazing the event, the, the, the last evening event with the firework display and the show it was just stunning and honestly i was you know all the presidents were in a in a in a, in a terrace 
Um, and I was in another at Jasmine Terrace mm -hmm. by myself and a few people. And the, the, the prime minister of China came in, sat, I mean, stood next to me with another guy, watched the firework, and then just left. I'm like, whoa. Oh my gosh. Cross around uh, Obama, uh, Cristina Fernandez, uh, Kishner, who was uh, the Argentinian president back then. I mean, a lot of people. It was just, just amazing. It was a great experience. And that, I remember after that, you and Dieter came to the restaurant. We talked about joining you. I was yes. not convinced. I say, well, I've never been in sales. I don't want no, to but you came to my sales meeting. No, but that was, oh, but that that was before the G20. True. So right after the summit, you guys came to the restaurant. We had dinner together. And Dieter was like, you got to come and join us. I'm like, well, I don't know how to sell. And, but you do. But I did. Well, again, you guys but, told me how it is. It's about, it's about knowing people. It's about knowing the destination. And it's about network. It is, but it is about servicing people because it's not just a transaction. You are, and it sounds over dramatic, but you know, when I always say in our sales meetings, you're changing people's lives, but we are. And you're my life a relationship is, with Yes, people. and my right. life has totally changed from being right. here. Correct. You're, you are creating memories for their friends and their families that will literally live on forever. I agree. I agree. And so it is, and I, I, I would only wish that all of the, uh, I'll say the advisors and the rest of the community, because would have this level of passion because it, not everybody has this, you know, in, in, in the entertainment industry, it's this it factor. It's not just about servicing. And I want to, I will, I'll, you know, wash your car, walk your dog. That's not, that's not it. It is about actually treating somebody, looking them in the eye and understanding that they're entrusting you with a certain amount of money they want to invest, where you recommend your knowledge, your honesty. You know, I always say it's honesty, integrity. Um, exactly. All of those things matter. And then if somebody's entrusting you with their home, it's, it's a big amount well, of money to I, sell. I agree. And, and, and as an advisor or an agent, it's not about... I sold your house. Good luck. Take care. Goodbye. Goodbye. No. It's about building that relationship. It's about, it's about selling you a destination. It's about selling you a lifestyle. And, and they see that in you as well. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you drive them around, if you show them, if you tell them what to do, what, where to go, they do appreciate that. And yes. then you get the referrals. So that's major business building up. And that's how, you know, I, I guess that's one of the success that I, that I can, that I can say. It's about building the relationship and getting the referrals. But it's, I mean, and I'll say it for you because I know you're going to be humble. <laughs> okay. It's not even just about because, you know, you can, I, I always say I'm better behind the camera. I love spotting stars, but you definitely have it. You had all the connections, but you also would, they were genuine uh, friends or connections that you would follow up with or play golf with or socialize with. It's a very different location because we are actually living where we work. Correct. Yeah. This is, and even if we didn't, it's not a, a transaction done goodbye. And it doesn't even matter if we get the next referral, although we always want them. Thank you for your <laughs> referrals. But it's important that, you know, they are in the house of their dreams Correct. or that we are giving them the proper recommendations or that we are, working with them with integrity. Yeah. And I think people see that in you. They really, really do. Obviously you have a major knowledge of the destination, but if the, the, you know, I say be yourself. 
It is about being. Yourself. It is about being you know, yourself. You cannot just put a mask. And no, 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 no. Someone no. else to sell no. something. Be yourself. Just be honest. Be genuine. And if they believe in you, and you actually create this credible, true, honest relationship with somebody, then they're going to trust you to, uh, you know, which restaurant to go to. Let alone to sell their forty, fifty, ten million dollar home. And you got invites to go with them somewhere else, and you got invites to go back to their home. I mean, so yes, it's 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 about that. It's about building that relationship, trust, friendship, mm-hmm. and, and they love that. Don't you feel like you like it? I I can hear so many pivotal moments, and I can think back even to mine that have truly changed my life. Like you going to Guadalajara, then to New York, then Jamaica. I mean, these are major pivotal moments. Then yeah, right. just the casual invite but from a culinary standpoint to Cabo that's the other thing I mean it's 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 how you get pulled into someone you get being by so you're not looking for uh-huh. you know you're not knocking doors or anything like that. it was I mean I did it only in Houston and from there on that was it it was like invite come join us come to so they see something in you and, and I course. guess that's part of the, the nature of being and you have to love what you do. Do you like what you Absolutely. do? Absolutely. I love it. You only have one answer to this, by the way. Well, after 10 years, believe me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I joined you guys in 2013. Oh, my gosh. So 10 years now. Because you know we signed the papers to oh, yeah. buy Snell at the beginning of 2012. So you were right after. And I was right there opening Ingle Boker's office. Do you remember? Uh, oh, my remember. gosh. I was doing all my shifts there. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, but you have been, honestly, like the best most sincere advocate for the brand, for us personally, for me personally, for Ocean Blue. I believe in the in, in everything. I mean, I, I think it's just really a, a great company and and we've been successful in every single way and, and I'm glad to be part of it. Is that recorded? <laughs> I hope you will. say it again. Exactly, you can say it again. Exactly. I will, I will post to that. Salud. Salud. Oh my Salud. gosh. So now, is it 10 years? Did you say? 10 years. 10 years as of when? As of February 2013. No, no, no. So February this 2023? Yeah. What, did we send a gift? Oh, my God. Did mm. we send a gift? I have received okay, well, Usually what you say is when we're hosting an Ocean Blue event. <laughs> Do you remember the Ocean Blue event that was on your birthday and you called it your birthday party? Of course. You did. I, I did. I did do a major birthday party for you. You know, under the guise of Ocean I mean, Blue. It was fun. It was. A, Wasn't a that a blast? Yeah. I love that. But a lot of I, I and honestly, like a, a big piece of the success of Ocean Blue too has really been because of you. You really. He's an international ambassador. We didn't even say for Ocean Blue. I love it. With yeah. all of these connections, plus these are unique connections for us that right. get us access to clientele that nobody else would ever have access to. You know what people still talk about the event we had in Toluca at the airport. Oh my god at the airport. Uh, yes. That was amazing an amazing yes. event. Yes. I think that really positioned the magazine up there, you know. Exactly. And, yeah. and we've had to be more than that. Now we're a big platform. We have our F one events and then we had the Canelo. Oh yeah. No life no, no golf, no life event yes. in Mexico City. Oh big my gosh. To die. Are you so so many things, so many things that uh, I, I think, you know, the brokerage and the magazine have really achieved. And, and you. We're just up there. And, and, and we're just up there. We're just up there. Okay, so we've had 10 years. <laughs> what are we going to do? 
What do you see personally? Because you know, I always joke. I don't like to cook and you love to cook. Do you cook every day, by the way? Um, well, at least I do a few things every now and then. Um, I do my coffee and maybe a snack. You can't say you I do your eat. coffee after you've owned a restaurant and you've been to the Culinary Institute. Institute. It's not. A, it's not coffee. It's, what is it's it? It's a little bit more than coffee. It's okay. a specialty coffee. Oh, of course. <laughs> here's my eye roll. Okay. No, but here's the thing. I mean, I do. I do. I'm a guy who's always into. You know, I'm a foodie, but it's about what do you feel like eating. It's. It's. I always snack. I. I, I don't have a good routine or a diet. It's all about what do you feel like. Right now, you know, something salty, something sweet, something like mm-hmm. But I do eat a lot outside of the house, unfortunately. Well, not unfortunately, work, but it's fun. Of, I love it. Don't you think no it's idea. fun to taste other know, people's? Sure. And every time I travel, anywhere I go, it's about looking for local places to eat, wherever I go. And yes, you have to visit now and then every uh, popular place or mm-hmm. uh, fine dining or star Michelin or whatever. So. And you travel a lot. Like you to like travel. to travel? I love to travel. And you, do you hate, why do you take the best photos? It's just on your cell phone. I think that, yeah, but I think that's something that grew, I, I believe, here in Cabo, not before. Before, I mean, I used to take pictures as everybody, but it was here. It, it, it's about, I think, the natural scenery of Cabo. Yeah, but you really can take a sunrise, it. you can take a sunset, you can take a moon, and photograph it differently on your cell phone than anybody else. I don't know how you have the eye. You have a good eye. It's about that. Uh, Yeah, that's something. I mean, it's it's, it's a hobby. I mean, I don't carry a a professional camera or anything like that. It's it's your iPhone, but uh, yeah. But do you use it and do you feel like when you're, because you're very active on social media, that you continue your passion to promote the destination? You know what I get a lot is where's that place I want to go, that place I want to visit, what else can you, and I get a lot of you know text messages whatsapp phone calls about what should i do here i know you were there last week i know you were there last year blah blah blah. yeah maybe i should be a little bit of a of a of a what what do you call it oh you're not an influencer influencer. i should i should should sponsored by well Hold on. Sponsored by Mod Pod. (laughs) Did we just say Mod Pod Pod on the road? Yeah, there we go. That's a new one. It is a new one. Mm. Oh my gosh. We got to do a segment with restaurants, with chefs. Yes. And then travel. We need, and I know they've done it before, and I won't want to judge because unless it's uh, guacamole and uh, skinny margarita, Mm -hmm. but we should do our own like Iron Chef. And we get to pick them. Wouldn't that be so be fun. fun? Put me as a judge. Ex- oh my God. He's going to be too critical on everybody. You can't know anybody. Very, very good. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. So tell me, what's going to happen? I mean, you've had, and you want tons of awards, sales awards. You've been part of major organizations, Canarac. You've been Secretary of Tourism, Director of Tourism. You've won top, and it doesn't just happen, by the way to be top producer, top selling agent, to win our uh, Ingle Personnel Real Estate Awards, let alone Ingle Volkers Awards for all of the Americas. What do you see your, what do you see in your life in the next five years? How do you see it growing? How do you see yourself traveling? What do you think? Are you going to reveal honestly, your secrets? No, well, it's not a secret. It's honestly about keep doing what I really like. And it's, all the things you just say, you know, keep traveling, keep visiting, keep, keep 
keep creating great moments and experiences for those who come to you or, or those who you serve. And uh, but I don't see myself, you know, trying to do something different or or a different career or anything like that. It's about keep doing it because I know things happen. They do. And by little and, 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 and not just for casualty, you know, but 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 it does not casually, but it does happen. Um, do you remember in the beginning it was not that easy? Not easy. But then once it hit for you, you it remember was... how much I sold the first year? I do. <laughs> it was one transaction for five hundred eighty thousand dollars. One. It. One. That's it. It one. took me a year. <laughs> but do you remember once it actually hit? Then it was like this waterfall, and it's it's almost so much. Of course, we can keep up. But it's just an ongoing, 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 ongoing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it continues. Sure. I mean, we are just, we and you are on fire. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. You know, it's not like I'm looking to do something else. But I know, I know that eventually, and one of these days, one of those big cells that we've been working around, and we talked they're going to hit. They're going to hit one of them. Well, do you remember your, do you remember the, uh, the very special boutique hotel that was here for, uh, Many, many, many years. You were the one that sold it. I mean, that was a historic hotel. It's Marbella Suites. Marbella Suites. Yeah. And that changed. I, I believe that that's that was a kickoff. That was a that sale was was uh, that transaction turned the price point of most of the land along the corridor in those gardens. Oceanfront small boutique hotel that's been there for a million years when none of the new big Remember hotels that? were built so yeah that was a great great turning it was a huge turning point yeah, it was a big milestone you've had major major milestones that and uh and then the big uh patrick got one that was big that was, a, that was a big one and that was a, also by casualty something really unique you know uh -huh. the way that that someone calls you up and say hey, can you assist with this i have a vip client i remember you being uh, you know director of tourism he wants to know more about Cabo. He wants to tour. He was not set this to buy. This is the phone call. There, that was just a simple phone call. This is the phone call. call. I know but you were the director. Here's sorry. The nationality a, yep. of, of that client, you know, when, 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 when the guy called me, it's like, you know, this is a VIP client, blah, 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 nationality. Blah. Well, I arrived seven minutes after that phone call with? to the lobby of the hotel with the agent of the nationality of that client. And there were... Speaking the language. They were like, what the hell? How come this could be possible? That service. And that service, and that's that, something that really, yes. another turning point on, on, on a few things. And, and yes, we, we, we but really hit a big... Your creativity to, uh, to n number one, service that quickly, to also the willingness to share. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And you had the thought to bring in that additional agent Correct. who knew how to speak that additional language and it's just creating more oh, it's, it's about it was major. being comfortable and feel i mean the couples speak perfect english oh no but, they but speak still it was a touch it was a touch it was a really, detail it was respect really appreciated that. so yeah and the it turned into a great success it turned it's into a relationship that continues with all of us correct but like a real friendship it don't you think a, that's fun oh. And you receive emails and you receive, you know, how he promotes this and that. And, yes. and, and he's always talking to you. This is great. It's a great experience. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we've met some really, really, really amazing sure. people. Sure. I'm excited for our next years. I almost, um, you know, it's like, I feel like it's, we're on this rocket ship mm -hmm. and I'm telling everybody, get on, hang on. Or, <laughs> yeah, exactly. or you're going to be the you're blaster that gets, 
that, that gets blown away because we are literally on this major trajectory. I agree. And honestly, it's really a lot of it has been because of you. And I just really, really thank you for everything you've done. No, I appreciate you guys the opportunity for this. It's been a crazy ride. <laughs> and we're, I feel it's been 10 years, but I feel like we're just no. on our ne next chapter, our next big chapter. Yeah. There's so many great things yeah. going on. I agree. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for being a part of Mod Pod, a part of the team, a part of the family, for being a great friend and to continued success. Gracias. Salud. Gracias. Salud. Salud. Thank you, guys. Gracias. Thanks for listening to Mod Pod with Fukunaga. Follow the episodes on all major podcast platforms, including Apple, Spotify, Amazon, and many more.